tweeting private parts as selfies, rants on marijuana, and pork's expensive, so let's eat crocodile instead. That's all coming up on today's Good Morning Thailand. Hello and welcome everybody to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay. This is Tim. Hi everybody. Thank you for joining us again. And thank you to um, BYD Loft who have hosted us the last seven programs. It's our final day today. That's right. Ooh, no more free breakfast. It's been a great day. It's been a great week. And thank you for all those people who have booked and used the special promotional code. The Tiger. That's one word, no capital. The Tiger. Hans tells us they've uh, got 70 to 80% occupancy in February already, so uh, people still coming to Thailand, although obviously with the situation at the moment, test and go being suspended for now, mm. the numbers are plummeting quite quickly. Might just get that music turned down a bit too. Yeah, it's got a little jazzy. <laughs> Anyways, doing. yeah, welcome yeah. viewers. Uh, we've got a couple of um, fun topics today. We promise that it is an Omicron free episode. Yes. Disclaimer, no Omicron and or COVID-19 talk. You're the only person to mention it, you just did. Well, I'm mentioning that I'm not going to mention That's it, right. so it doesn't count. All but, right. But we do have erect penises to discuss. Yes, that is. We that have to is. somehow use code language to describe, otherwise YouTube will ban us. That is unfortunately one of the big news in Thailand yes. today. Um, all right. Quite big, actually. Yeah, let's firstly start with marijuana. Oh, of course. Now. Thailand's health prime minister. Sorry, can I just interrupt yeah. and say, Jason, could you ask golf to organise for the music to be turned down? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. What is the salsa music going on right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm sort of feeling a bit of a groove it going on. It gets you going while you're having breakfast at BYD Love. So tell us about marijuana. <laughs> right. Uh, Thailand's, oh, no. Thailand's health minister and everyone's favourite, Kun uh, Anutin Chan Viragun, um, has thrown the whole question about the precise legality of marijuana into utter confusion. Yeah, he had a media conference yesterday, Jay, and uh, well, there's been quite a few changes to marijuana laws in Thailand, but his conference yesterday didn't help much. He went on a bit of a rant, didn't he? Like, he's literally ranted on the issue uh, to the Thai media and is adamant that uh, the new laws mean that marijuana is not a narcotic, even though... It is? It is. Uh, legally, Thailand still d declares marijuana as a narcotic substance. And there's three different acts that, uh, that cover that. So Anatan's pretty much speaking out of his ass because uh, he was incorrect with what he said. Just to clarify a few things, Anatan, he is the leader of the Bumjai Thai Party, which got the fourth highest number of votes in the, the last general election in March 2019. Now, his platform during the uh, election run-up was on the back of wanting to legalise marijuana. Uh, so on the back of that, he ended up getting the fourth highest number of votes. Yes. To form a coalition, the uh, Palang Pratrat party needed the Bum Jai Thai votes to get over the 50% plus more in the lower house so they'd have a majority. So all these changes to the marijuana laws in Thailand are not because the Prayut or the government or the conservatives want them, but because they have to placate uh, Anatan and his Bum Jai Thai party 
Bum Jai Thai. Bum Jai Thai. To, uh, to, to, to keep them as part of the coalition. <clears throat> At the moment, Anderton stands as a probable next prime minister. So uh, it's true. That's the way the numbers are stacking up. Uh, it's a very interesting situation. And the comments he made yesterday didn't really clarify what is already quite an unclear situation. Wow, that'll be something to watch out for. Anatin for Prime Minister. I suppose the other thing we can say is that if you today want to grow marijuana at home, legally in Thailand you can, if the THC level is less than 0.2%, which means it doesn't have any kick. Uh, the sort of um, cannabis products to be using for... Uh, uh, other non-medicinal sort of products. But what if you use a lot of it? <laughs> I think you'd have to smoke a lot of 0.2% THC content to get a get a high. Just smoke for 10 hours for a probably a couple 20 of, minute high. A couple of Panadol would do uh, the same, a paracetamol, okay. whatever it might be called in your country. Uh, don't abuse drugs. The other thing I suppose you could say is that all this has has muddied the situation for people who get caught yep. smoking marijuana with a higher than 0.2% THC level. It's still an offence and you could end yourself in jail yep. as per the current laws. Well, yeah, the Deputy Prime Minister's main complaint was that the law was being interpreted wrongly. Well, right. he's the Deputy Prime Minister. Yes. Uh, he's and the, the Health Minister. Who administers the laws. Yes. So, uh, hello... Well, I don't know who's in trouble, but people are pointing fingers. His clarification did not clarify. Yes. And talking about pointing things, uh, NBT. Oh, no, here we go. The National Broadcasting Service of Thailand. Don't listen to this, Teddy. Which Don't is, listen. Which is the state-run TV and radio station. Had a bit of a cock-up yesterday on social media. Oh, here we go. I'm sorry, I had to say that. Bit of a bullseye. Earlier yesterday, the official Twitter account of the NBT, um, which acts as the media arm of the government, uh, the public relations department. media arm of the Thai government. Of the government public relations department, yes, yes. Retweeted a pornographic picture of a man sitting with a large erect penis. Yes. It wasn't even a real penis. I mean, no, it was a real penis. It wasn't a real picture because it was photoshopped. But, but I think the original photo yes. uh, wasn't photoshopped. I think it actually showed the, uh, the original the flesh. man. Well, the thing is, it wasn't the original man. In fact, who was it? His name is Japan? Yes, so he is a, a Thai YouTuber as well as a celebrity. He does some TV shows on uh, like proper television in Thailand. I think, once again, trying to step through the code, he would not have been disappointed by the particular Photoshop that was yes. used. Yes, uh, yes. It was very fruitful. It was very, what would say, excessive. Yeah. Yes. I mean, the thing is, we can't say the word dick pic. Yeah. So we have to use the word penis photo or yes. something. Yes. Otherwise, YouTube will block us. Yes. Well, to summarise this entire story in one sentence, I apologise in advance. It was unclear if the retweet was the result of an embarrassing cock-up or a ballsy move from a disgruntled oh employee. Now, the NBT, the National Broadcasters of Thailand, representing the Royal Thai Government, where this picture appeared on their Twitter account, yes. said, Our account was hacked. System is now back to normal. We apologise for the racy content. 
it was never our intention to publish any inappropriate content. We now have our cyber security reinstalled and this should prevent future hacking and any form of cyber criminal activities on our Twitter account. Now, that's the thing everyone says when someone, when someone has a leaked explicit content or anything. Like we were hacked. We hacked, we got hacked. Fake news, something like that. Uh, it has to be an inside job, right? <laughs> I guess. Somebody in the NBT knows Japan and wanted to have a bit of a, a laugh with him. Uh, that's what I thought. I thought it was sure. a friend. A friend sent a picture to Japan as like a joke, and it just got leaked, and people went with it. But who, who on earth, whoever managed the social media of NBT, thought that that would be a, a good idea? I feel like it was an employee. You know, he he wanted to get fired. He wanted to say he wanted to leave with a bang. He certainly did. And he he was just like, okay, I'm going to retweet this picture, and they've got to fire me now. The story's been reported. Uh, I mean, Coconuts reported it. Tigers reported it. Coconuts report is much more hmm, fruity than the Tiger one, which I think is a little bit more ironic. Yeah. Anyway, it's a yeah. big story here in Thailand, and uh, I think the one winner out of this is Japan. Is he the? <laughs> I think you'll be getting a few phone calls. I guess from admiring friends. Is it real? Is it not real? Japan. I don't know. I don't know. Poor Japan. He's getting unnecessary publicity. But I guess. But, but is it unnecessary publicity? Everyone's talking about him now. Sure. All right. For all the right or wrong reasons, yeah. I'll leave it up to you. All right, viewers. Let us know your comments below. What? How would you feel if, you know, CNN, Fox, or BBC, or someone big? just retweeted a pornographic material on I mean, Twitter. If we did it, um, that we'd be being chased by uh, the, the cyber police. Yeah. Uh, but now the national broadcasters can seemingly do something like that and just say... Uh, we were hacked. We were hacked. We were hacked. Not our it's fault. It's okay, it happens. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Once we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about how pork is being substituted by crocodile meat, uh, as well as a man who was lost in the jungle for three weeks. Hmm, not sure about that one. He's running away from elephants. Or something. Right, uh, we'll be back right after this. Find the coffee roast you love most. Coffee Culture delivers Thai coffee online. Whole beans or pre-ground delivered to your doorstep in Thailand. Go to coffeeculture.asia and get coffee you love delivered to your doorstep. Hello and welcome to Good Morning Thailand. This is Tim Newton. I'm Jay. And this is the second part of our show. I'm recovering from the last story. Oh no. I'm trying to regain my composure. I see. I see. Uh, well, while you're getting uh, regaining your composure, I'd like to have a quick shout out for Coffee Culture. Uh, you can actually buy your ground coffee beans as well as grounded coffee on coffeeculture.asia. Type in the code THETIGER for a 10% discount or click the description link in the description below. They uh, sell the beans in bags this big, this big, or you can get taster bags about that big. That's right. And uh, so, some re really interesting range of coffees. Uh, and I think the people that have bought them universally say coffee is very, very good. That's right. So thank you, coffeeculture.asia. Yes. And Deborah, Deborah Duncalf. Thank you for being a Tiger member. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yes. Thank you for supporting the channel. We appreciate it. Um, by the way, yes. people may be interested. Uh, we are how far away from 100,000 subscribers? Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, Dashboard. As Jay has a quick look. Uh, it was 929. There we go. 99,928. 
goes like this, but it's slowly like that. Over this month, we've got uh, some extra 2,355 new subscribers. So thank you to all. Yeah, so we are 72 subscribers, I believe, away from the big 100,000. So what will happen, though, we'll hit the 100, and then because it goes like this, we'll, then we'll dip below. Mm -hmm. So we better get to 101,000 before we start doing uh, the big headlines and throwing parties. Sure. But a lot's coming up. And what are you doing the when we get 100,000? I believe there's definitely one... I'm not doing anything, but I'm just wondering what you Definitely one Lumberjack song involved. Oh, okay. Uh, there's a Monaco involved with you. And I think that's about it. Okay. I'm sure there must have been something else. Can't we just like... people uh, are going to remind me. Go and buy a few beers and have a party? Uh, well, that's... Yeah, but that's for us. It's for the viewers. Can I also recommend that because we hit Friday every week, at least once a week... Yes. And Fridays are for Good Morning Thailand Lumberjack Friday. That's right. That you invest in some more Lumberjack shirts. I should. You I only should. have one, it appears. I, I have about two or three. But the thing is... I think they're all the same, though. I'm not a Lumberjack only on Friday. So I wear this on Friday and then I send it, you know, I wash it over the weekend and then it's ready by next Friday. The other days I wear other Lumberjack shirts. I do have more <laughs> Lumberjack shirts, but this one always ends up on the same rotation. Does that make sense? No. Okay. Let's move on to more topics. Uh, let's talk about crocodile meat, Tim. Have um, you eaten crocodile meat? I have. So have I. But then again, I thought that it was fake because it tasted just like chicken. Uh, people have said to me uh, in the past, it tastes somewhere between chicken and fish. I think I agree. Mm. I always found it quite oily. Okay. And um, I've eaten it a few times in the outback in Australia. And uh, it's been well served by, uh, by good chefs and everything. And it's a little bit of a novelty. I can't say that I really am attracted to the taste. Okay. But it's become a thing. Why has it become a thing? Well, Crocodile Farms are offering reptile meat um, as a cheaper alternative to pork because the price of which now has soared to more than 200 baht a kilogram. What did it used to be? A question without notice, I'm sorry. Excellent question, I have no idea, but definitely Obviously not. Obviously less. Definitely not 200, but at least, I guess, 150, I'm guessing. 200 baht a kilo. Yes, 200 baht a kilo per kilogram. Okay. Well, uh, but you can buy crocodile meat for 70 baht a kilogram. Okay. Um, and in Nakhon Patom, a crocodile farmer is doing exactly the same. He's selling a crocodile meat in bulk. So if you buy it in wholesale, you can buy 30 kgs uh, for 70 baht a kilo. So these crocodile farms are growing crocodiles primarily for their skin, their skin? Well, actually, they actually export the meat. So that's what the farmer oh, okay. was saying, that normally they export the meat. However, now that there's a demand or they see an opportunity in Thailand, that's what they're doing. Uh, Jason, do you have a picture for that? So, as you can see from the picture, they're selling it for really cheap. Sometimes 40 baht a kilo, 70 baht a kilo. Uh, I, I can't even comment about the nutritional value, but I imagine it's probably similar to... Uh, it's, to, to... it's great that you asked that. Since oh, pork it's... is expensive, more people have now turned to eating crocodile because it's cheaper, tastier apparently, low in fat and high in protein. Well, the crocodile meat I've eaten has not been lowering. Fat's been quite sort of oily, fatty, I'm afraid. Uh, <clears throat> but look, I mean, I think this is an interesting phenomenon. Be, 
Also interesting to see if it appears on the, uh, the sort of skewer sticks on the street food. It is. So normally it is barbecued on the skewer sticks. That is the most popular way of having it. Yep. Um, pig prices have become premium as a result of the controversial spread of African swine fever. And that has led to pig shortages and, in turn, pork shortages. Because we need another viral fever running around Thailand at the yes. moment. And although crocodile is considered an exotic meat and might be strange to some people depending on where they come from, it's not unusual in Thailand. You can, in certain places, depending on where you live in Thailand, it's very normal. You can go, go by markets and you'll find crocodile meat. I'd be interested uh, in our comments section, uh, of which, my goodness, we're getting a lot of uh, comments today. Maybe somebody would like to comment whether they've had crocodile meat or alligator meat or yeah. similar large, scaly animals. Well, we have some more important questions here. Uh, ben Hayes says, did Tim wrestle the crocodiles like Crocodile Dundee style? No, I, um, I usually keep at, at least arm's length from anything with big snapping teeth. Fair enough. I've okay. seen a few crocodiles up in northern um, Australia. Okay. They, in fact, uh, they usually say don't go swimming in rivers and things up in northern Australia because there's plenty of uh, crocodiles and they're not particularly easy to see as they... Well, doesn't everything in Australia want to kill you? Yeah, well, they say that, but uh, I didn't see a lot of that during my time in the land down under, to be honest. Land I think down I've, under. I think I've already said I only saw two snakes in my entire time in Australia. I've seen a lot more snakes here in Thailand, including right. the cobra. Moving on to the last topic, uh, which is regarding a missing man. A man was lost in the jungle, let's say, for three weeks. Sort of near the uh, Burmese border. Yes. Uh, sort of to the west of, is it the east? Well, it must be the, the west oh, yes. of uh, Bangkok. Well, I apologize. He was a 43-year-old yes. man. It was not really the jungle. It was actually a eucalyptus and rubber plantation. Obviously a very big one because yes. somehow for three weeks he couldn't find his way out of it. It was huge. But if you kept on walking in one direction yes. for three weeks, you'd be covering a lot of territory. Uh, let me... 20,000 rye. That's how big the land was. Okay, well, that doesn't really help me much. Yeah. See, except it's twice as big 20, as a... 20,000 rye. Okay, well, it's big. It's huge. But is it three weeks huge. walking big? Yes. So what was his reason for getting lost? Right, so he didn't want to be trampled by wild elephants. That was his reasoning. So he used to live with his mum. He was on his motorbike, he was riding around, he went a bit too far, and he saw a herd of wild elephants coming. He didn't want to be trampled by them, so he quickly left his bike and ran into the plantation. And there he stayed there for three weeks. He got to a point where he got lost. He didn't know where he was. And, okay, uh, I mean, I've got a lot of question marks over the yeah, story. Well, he was trying to find his way back. It did take him a long time because for many days he was actually just, you know, maybe climbed a tree and he was hiding from the elephants. Some people I think said he was just running away from his mother. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, that sounds slightly more plausible, to be honest. Yes. But he's probably going to have a story that uh, Thai media are going to be queuing up and getting out their checkbooks. Well, or checking books is what the Americans say, checking books. Be, uh, they're going to be saying, we want your story. We want uh, to get, have your exclusive story on our you know, a profile yeah. today. Some people might think this is fake. Some people might find it funny. But his, so his friends and neighbours actually went searching for him. And while searching for him in the rubber plantation, they found two dead bodies, which had signs of being trampled on. 
Oh, human dead bodies. Human dead bodies, yes. Oh, I didn't know about this. This is, makes it much more saucy. Yes, and they were, you know, two mutilated bodies covered with leaves and dirt. And, uh, yeah, they're indicating that they had been trampled on. Yes, I mean, if you are confronted by a herd of wild elephants... Yeah. ..and they decide they're going to trample you... Yeah. Uh, ..it's sort of going to be elephants one, you zero. The elephants are going to win that. Yes. Uh, and they, but... Yeah. He said every time he had to keep on running away or hiding from the elephants, and he, he survived just eating, you know, leaves and plants from in, in, in the middle of the plantation. Did he have a phone with him? I guess Couldn't not. Couldn't he call Food Panda? I guess not. I guess not. Maybe he I was don't. just get, going for a quick, you know, 7-Eleven run. You're making this up, This Jane. isn't Prachanburi. So, so I've, I've just got more questions than I've had answers today. So Why? What's your question? I'm just suspicious about uh, the, the man's story. That's all. So, you're, so you think he willingly got lost for three weeks? Or maybe he went on a holiday for like two and a half weeks and he, came, he was only in the forest for three days? That sounds as plausible as his story, to be honest. Okay, fair enough. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen... If you were stuck out in a forest, Jay, yeah. would you be able to survive eating leaves and uh, drinking from streams? And if you know anything about getting yourself out of um, the wild, if you found a stream, you just follow that stream downstream and you will eventually find some sort of civilization. That's usually the way it goes. But three weeks stuck I'm, in a 20,000 rye forest. You just follow the stream and you'll eventually find civilization. I feel like you've got that from like books, like well, made I, up fictional books or movies. Cup. A cub? I was a cub. What does that mean? You know, the Boy Scouts. Oh, Boy the, Scouts, the, okay. Well, cubs are the junior version to Boy Scouts. Oh, okay. Did you sell cookies and stuff? I got a badge. I think I got a badge f for participation. Oh, for reading or something. <laughs> okay. Campfire reading. I don't know. Well done. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let us know what do you think about this topic? Um, and th those are all the main topics we have today. We're going to take a quick break and come back and answer some of your questions. Uh, let us know if you have any questions on the topics that we've spoken about today and or any questions you'd like to ask Tim or me. Here's your moment. We'll be back right after this. Hello and welcome back to Good Morning Thailand. I'm Jay, this is Tim, and it's now time to answer some of your questions. We've got Craig SLP once again in the comments. He says, Jay, are you like Sheldon Cooper and have shirts and pants allocated for each day of the week? Uh, Craig, no, only for Wednesdays and Fridays. Fridays. Who's Sheldon Cooper? Sheldon Cooper from uh, Big Bang Theory. I know, I just didn't know if you knew. Oh, okay. Uh, well, I did. Uh, and uh, yes, I do have Lumberjack Fridays, and I believe we wear pink on Wednesdays. There has been controversy since uh, the Big Bang Theory ended that the character of Sheldon Cooper was actually autistic. What? But they didn't sort of... Well, because he was 
Was he supposed to be? Well, I think he sort of was. Knowing a few autistic people, they can be very sort of pedantic, and he was like, that was his shtick in the show. He yeah, was, that was funny a, because he was pedantic. I feel like people take that too far. It was a comedy show, he was a character. Let's move on, let's not diagnose him Fair just because comment. he has some autistic features. Right. I never took Big Bang Theory seriously, but it was good entertaining TV for a long time. Yeah. Barry Stanchuk says, so Tim, immigration didn't kick you out of the country. <clears throat> Where do I start? Yes. So I start with my photo of immigration yesterday. Yeah. I arrived there, there were... The Australian oh, ambassador's consulate came out and said, Sir Tim, no, welcome, no, no, no. welcome. No, no, I was just there with everybody else and uh, quite a few people, actually, three people came up and said hello to me. Thank you very much. Uh, sadly, it wasn't the officers to help me, but oh, um, no. there were, I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of people at immigration yesterday. Yeah. And they were like flowing out the door, down the steps, people sitting on the lawn in front. It was... Uh, very, very, I've never seen it so busy. Upstairs and downstairs. I was going to the upstairs section with my, uh, I have to get another 12 months of um, stamp on my no, B visa or whatever Were there a lot of tourists or expats mostly? Don't know, don't know. Couldn't you tell the eye test? But there is a, like a, a, a gateway, sort of the door bitch of immigration, uh, who, who is a volunteer, oh, these poor volunteers. And there's just the stream of people coming in going, I don't know what to do, or I, I'm stuck, I can't do this. And the, the officers, I sort of got to talking to them, some of them later, oh. they said 80% of the people that come in there have no idea about what forms to fill in, what they should be doing. They bring the wrong data, the wrong information, and it drives them insane. <clears throat> it was really, really, really busy. And even me, I had to get, I had a new passport, so I had to get all my visa information transferred to the new passport. And there's so much paperwork involved. Thinking somehow the Thai immigration system is just based on paperwork and paper pushing. And well, I must have got, sorry, sorry, 20 stamps done on the very, stamp and then just went on and on. I was there for four hours. I absolutely agree with you on the point of Thai people's love for paperwork. And yes, immigration takes a lot. But even before the pandemic, um, I mean, isn't getting the Australia visa one of the hardest visas? They make it really difficult. You've got to interview and do this and that. So, you're right. I haven't been uh, an immigrant or a foreigner going into a Thai immigration office and sorting out my situation. All I can say is that if it's anything like it is in Thailand, mm. it, it's a, quite a disincentive. I mean, getting your stamp when you arrive at the airport and then sort of stamping out is one thing. But extending things or applying for other visas, uh, luckily, excuse me, <coughs> luckily I had the help of uh, Kun Boss, who works uh, for us, doing all my paperwork for me. I really think I would struggle trying to figure out doing it by myself. But that's why there's so many visa agencies. Exactly. They, they all the paperwork is in Thai mostly. They exist because this the processes can be very very complicated. And even for me, with all that stuff, I still had to, oh no, you need to get a photocopy. And the line at the photocopy, the poor photocopy people, they're just photocopying people's... You don't just get this page in your passport, you have to photocopy all the pages in your passport. And I had one of those extended passports my last 10 years, and they had to transfer a lot of the information into my new passport. It wasn't easy. 
So look, if you do have to go to immigration uh, at the moment, there's a lot of, uh, I think, tourists who are trying to extend their stay here. Uh, a lot of people who are stuck here because they can't get back to their own country. And it's very difficult for everybody, including the immigration officials at the moment. So give them a little bit of leniency and give yourself plenty of time. I have to go back there today because they weren't able to process my 1,900 oh, baht no. payment. Don't carry on like that. They, they said it would take me an hour and a half to wait. Sold your shopping bills. To get my 100 baht change back. All right. Anyway, there you go. Yes. So, uh, Barry, they didn't kick me out of the country. I should have just said that. You got another one? Um, yes. Um, you guys think paperwork is bad in Thailand. Try Japan, says the Crag 777. That's a bit surprising. I thought Japan's very... I thought it'd be very modern and, you know, they're pretty good with technology. I, but I, I wouldn't know. I don't live in Japan. Generally, I'm sort of... They haven't been able to make the transition through to computerizing the information. It is still so paper-based. And there must be some great big warehouse somewhere in Thailand that's got all this paperwork. Like, I generated that much paperwork just from my application. Yes. And there'd be thousands of those every day around the country. I don't know. Okay. Ben Hayes asks, why doesn't the American Justice Department prosecute Prince Andrew? Well, I don't think there's anything related to Thailand in that particular question. Mm. Wasn't uh, he just stripped from... He was stripped uh, with his uh, military titles or yes, something he, all his, by um, his, um, He's no longer HRH. Um, and his titles have been stri stripped of him. He's still the Duke of something or other. Uh, but, yeah, I think he's got a bit of a rough time over the next 12 months trying to uh, sort out this uh, case with the American justice system. Ben, it's not something we're going to talk about on our program. Yeah. Over to you. Over to me. I, uh, to be honest with you, there's not a lot of questions today. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you do have any questions, please uh, ask them away now. Uh, the lumberjack will be arrested if he carries an axe, says Ben. Uh, okay. Topics from the tropics says University of Oregon just released a research document claiming cannabis keeps COVID from attacking your RNA. Yep. More evidence everyone must get stoned. Uh, we're not recommending the use of cannabis for the treatment of uh, COVID. Uh, yeah. But if that's the research document that you've read, let's see if it gets that's right. commented on by the yeah. peers in Canada. I thought Thailand is going digital, says PTHC. Paperwork's sole purpose is to make some people feel important and pompous, and I'm sure no one looks at them afterwards. Plus, work permits should last two years. Mine last two years. Well, I think it's, the complication was that it had to all go into my new passport. Oh, okay. And so I'm hoping that it also starts a new 90-day yeah. cycle because, of course, you've got to keep on reporting back to immigration every 90 days because you've been a very naughty boy. There we go. Where's Natty? When will Natty be back? Says PG Santa and Conan. You can uh, catch Natty every single day <laughs> yes. on Thailand news, news, update. news update every morning. But Natty will be back, I think, next week. We're, we're heading to... Back to Bangkok this weekend. Well, yes, I'm back there on Monday morning. Well, in fact, that's going to be a difficult program because I'm, I might be at the airport doing the program with you. Oh, nice. Can we do that? Sure. Okay. The Fubar Traveller, uh, croc is like chicken and pork chops had a baby. Thank you very much for that rather confusing description. 
Okay, uh, well, now we've got a lot of questions. Uh, what's up with Dina and her litter? Did you get her fixed? Steve and JL Austin. Uh, yes, Dina, <laughs> this is my cat, my cats. Uh, Dina has been fixed. She had a little operation last uh, Sunday, so she won't be having any more kittens. The five kittens she had, four of them are going to their forever homes tomorrow, Jay. I know you're interested. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, one of them is staying at uh, Fort Newton. Okay. So we'll still have Oh, you've decided to keep one? We're going to keep one. The one that's got a kink in her tail. Okay. It's uh, the way she was born. We're keeping her because she's a bit special. Fox. Okay. So the, yes, the kitten's all sorted out. Thank you very much for asking, Stephen. Do you eat bugs from the Thai markets? Says the Wu Chang life. Me, no. Yes. Um, I don't either. I've I don't, looked I'm at the bugs. the bugs. I've seen Nettie do a food yes. test with the bugs. I'm not into the bugs. Barry asked, did they change their mind on the 300 baht fee at the airport? Barry, not yet. It is still set for 1st of April. Tony K, Jay, will the Bounce Channel link be published soon? Yes, uh, Tony K, thank you for that question. Uh, we are currently in the midst of uploading some videos on the channel so that when you do visit the channel, uh, it's not completely empty. And uh, the first video will be posted on Monday, if not earlier. I might change my mind. The Robbo says, I thought Dina was somebody working at the Tiger. What a relief. <laughs> no, we, we don't uh, usually neuter all our staff at the Tiger. Yes. Uh, not routinely. And we don't give away their babies as well. No. Well, actually, we, oh no, we can't talk about that. Question, do you guys feel like Test and Go will be back by summer from PJ Santa? Uh, test and Go. So I think it will be back. Just... Uh, maybe by summer. That's a pretty decent I'm not sure comment. what they mean by summer. Summer where? Maybe July or August. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure some form of re-entry into Thailand is going to be back by that stage. Assuming there's no, it's called a black swan events uh, that would affect Thai tourism. But if uh, this Omicron situation sort of moves the same way it's happened in, say, America, the USA, yeah. um, Thailand about three or four weeks later with the way it's still going on the up and up, I still think we've probably got a few more weeks. Maybe mid-February, end of February, if the government sees a, uh, a consistent drop, they may reintroduce test and go. But I would say generally at the moment around Thailand, we've got a couple of months without a lot of tourists. All right. A lot of paperwork to be done if you want to come back through the sandbox at the moment. Cool. All right. Uh, last two questions. Uh, is there a member Discord group? Craig, unfortunately not. We do not have the manpower to maintain a Discord group at the moment, uh, possibly for the future. And the last question, uh, Demon says, more amongst the people stories coming up. Demon, thank you for the question. Yes. Uh, Voice of the People, where we go out and interview people, that will be coming out over the weekend, as well as Tiger Bites. So stay tuned for that. Uh, can I do a couple? Okay. Uh, Freddie D, any chance of Bangkok Sandbox coming back anytime soon? Uh, at the moment, no, you've got four sandboxes. You've got Phuket, Pangna, Krabi, and uh, Samui, which also includes Kopangan and Koktao. So the, for Krabi and Pangna, you've got to come through Phuket. Mm -hmm. Samui, I believe you can come through Bangkok if you have a ticket booked through to Samui. Okay. So you can't sort of arrive in Bangkok and then jump on a different airline. Uh, you have to go through some sort of sealed process, sealed transit. Uh, but when you apply for it uh, as through the Thailand Pass, the details about how you can transit will be there. 
because there's no direct flights into Samui, so you have to come through Bangkok, and the only way to get from Bangkok to... Hello? Yes. Am I interrupting something? No, sorry, I was distracted by a hooligan, rather, an employee, rather, a team member. So, uh, yes, you have to transit through Bangkok, you have to get, get on a Bangkok Airways flight, that's the only way to get to Samui, unless you swim. Yes. Which we wouldn't recommend. So, uh, details about the sandboxes you'll find at the Thailand Pass website. Test and Go is currently suspended. I don't think Bangkok is going to be a, uh, a sandbox. Okay. All right, cool. Yeah. Let's end the episode there because we've got to shoot another one soon. So thank you viewers for staying tuned so far. We've got about 400 people. Could you please click the like button if you enjoyed the video and also subscribe. We're almost there at 100,000. A lot of celebration is going to be, have to be done for the viewers uh, very soon. Um, and yeah, it's been a great week at BYD Lofts. They've been amazing hosts. Thank you, Tim Newton, for Thank you. joining us back here at Good Morning Thailand. You've got um, no choice. I'm on the payroll, so it's the way and, it is. <laughs> and thank you to the viewers always joining us, and your support is uh, very much appreciated. We hope you have a good Friday. We hope you even have a better weekend, and we'll see you on Monday from Bangkok.